Welcome to a court of fairies and fangirls. I'm Alex. And I'm Sarah. And this is a Sarah J. Mass fan podcast where we are obsessed with her books and can't stop thinking about them or talking about them. So we figured why not record us thinking and talking about it. We're going to break down chapters, go through each book separately, go into character analysis and any thoughts or kind of theories that we have about books, characters, plots, etc. And maybe play some fun games along the way. Exactly. So welcome and enjoy. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. This is a mini-sode. Mini, mini, mini. Uh, spoilers if you've read One Dark Window, because that's what we're talking this week. It's a book talk talk. Another book talk talk. And this book was chosen by our lovely Patreon members. So thank you, lovely people of the world. Um, Yes. I, it is so fun getting to see what books y'all are interested in right now and you want to hear us talking about. I know Sarah and I write every week, kind of give high level what we're reading, but it's nice of us to, you know, get a little bit deeper and like, what is it you guys want us to read and want us to talk about? So this is one of the fun little things that we do with our group there. Um, and so One Dark Window by Rachel Gillig is what we're talking this week. It had spall, spall, <laughs> fall spooky vibes. That's what I was trying to say. Yes. And all the fall spooky vibes. It was an aesthetic mm-hmm. um, on a high level. Sarah, should we should we summary? Should we? Yeah, rate? I was gonna say I'll give the Goodreads summary for anybody just that needs a refresher. Um, <clears throat> for fans of Uprooted and For the Wolf comes a dark, lushly gothic fantasy about a maiden who must unleash the monster within to save her kingdom. But the monster in her head isn't the only threat lurking. Elspeth needs a monster. Which have to pause Elspeth I literally started reading this and I thought of <laughs> Wicked and I thought this was like a green woman running around with hilarious. I don't know why but this is just like the weirdest name to me and I struggled the whole book anyways um Elspeth needs a monster the monster might be her Elspeth Spindle needs more than luck to stay safe in the eerie mistlock kingdom she calls home she needs a monster she calls him the nightmare an ancient mercurial spirit spirit trapped in her head he protects her he keeps her secrets but nothing comes for free especially magic when elspeth meets a mysterious highwayman on the forest road her life takes a drastic turn thrust into a world of shadow and deception she joins a dangerous quest to cure the kingdom of the dark magic infecting it except the highwayman just so happens to be the king's own nephew captain of the destroyers and guilty of high treason it's Destriers on a Destriers. side. Destriers. I listen okay. to the audiobook. That's the only reason why I know. Destriers. He and Elspeth have until Solstice to gather 12 Providence cards, the key to the cure. But as the stakes heighten and their, un- and their undeniable attraction intensifies, Elspeth is forced to face her darkest secret yet. The nightmare is slowly, darkly taking over her mind, and she might not be able to stop him. Bum, bum, bum. Bum, bum, bum. I was really glad I listened to the audiobook of this because mm-hmm. I felt like there was a lot of interesting names and it there's, was nice. There's a lot of names. Immediately knowing how it was said, but it was funny because there were certain ones where I kind of just like laughed and I'm like, I don't know if I saw the name. Another mm-hmm. point that I would necess- maybe connect that they're the same name for, yeah. for some of these. Like, I have no idea how you would spell Destriers. I have no idea. I just <laughs> know that that's what it is. 
Um, okay, so Sarah, what did you rate One Dark Window? So I gave it a three. Whoa, okay. Yeah, I know. I feel like I've been seeing it all over, you know, book talk, bookstagram. Everybody's like, it's yeah. amazing, five stars, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, okay. And I know you really liked it. So I was, I was excited, but I don't know. I just, it was good. Yeah. But I felt like it was lacking. Like I thought my favorite part of this book was the uniqueness of the magic in the world. Mm -hmm. Like I love the whole like 12 cards have different powers and that magic, like everything comes at a cost. Like that to me was a really cool concept that I haven't seen before. But I just, I don't know, like I just felt like the the story was kind of lacking. Interesting. Yeah. And I also got like freaked out by this monster in her head. Like, I don't know if it was just, I was reading late at night and it was just dark out. I don't know, but I had like a nightmare where this like creature was like attacking me. And I was like, I think I've read too much of this book. And I don't know. I was just very like unsettled after it. So I I know it was weird. I, I don't ever like get dreams and nightmares, but I was just like, I woke up like terrified and I was like, oh my gosh, is this from the book? Oh, I'm so sorry that happened to you. <laughs> I know. So I don't know. I don't know if it was just like a combination of that, but it was like, I don't know. I just didn't like jive with the characters. Like, yeah, I liked certain aspects. Like I, the fact that I can't say her name, Elspeth. Elspeth. Thank you. Um, I just struggled with her. Like I liked the fact that she was so willing to, self-sacrifice for like the entire country basically and like willing to you know just throw herself into whatever she could do to save people but I don't know I just struggled with like her and the monster like so secluded like in her head and I don't know like I just wanted her to like be more like other people I don't know I was just, I just like didn't like love her dynamic with everybody. That's so, okay. I don't, that is so crazy because I do not feel similarly at all. Okay. I, I almost gave this five stars, but I think I, I ended up giving it four. Mm-hmm. Um, I genuinely think the audiobook was a completely different experience. And okay. maybe I'm starting, like, I don't know if it's actually true, but I'm, I think that that was the differentiator for me here. Because mm-hmm. honestly, the, person who read it did such a good job she had like very distinct voices for a certain mm-hmm. thing it had such good suspense to it like I honestly I listened while I was driving and I was like on the edge of my seat like yeah. I was like very I, I don't know it felt like it was at a good pace and I was really interested in the characters and mm-hmm. I don't know she just did a really amazing job bringing them to life so maybe that added something to the page mm-hmm. the, it added something to the story that wasn't as clear on the page for you um but i like i'm literally the reason i almost put it as five stars is i'm not exaggerating some of the words kept playing over and over and over (laughs) in my head because there was all of those like poems almost Mm -hmm. like how um the nightmare spoke in rhyme Mm -hmm. and the the wording magic is love but also it's hate like i still have it in my head (laughs) Like I just was walk literally walking around and being like, magic is love, but also it's hate. 
And she did like such a good job delivering that. And I just, I don't know. I, I had a thoroughly good experience listening to that story. Mm-hmm. And I'm listening, not spoilers, but I'm listening to Two Twisted Crowns now. And it's the same person. And I think she's doing a really great job with that one, too. So I'm, I haven't finished it yet. But mm-hmm. I think it dramatized is really. Fun. Yeah. I think um, like the potential, like I could picture this as a show or a movie yeah. and being really interested and like drawn in. Because the concept is, it's there. Like the, yeah. the magic, the world, it's there. The I magic just, is so cool. It's so cool. I just don't think I was like sucked into the writing. And like, I don't know. Mm. And that's totally fine. It happens. But like. Yeah. Um, I, I'm curious if I would have had the same experience if I read it like a physical mm-hmm. book versus listening to it. Yeah. Um, but that's interesting. Yeah. Um, um, okay, how do you pronounce uh, just having read it mm-hmm. her cousin's name? Ione. Ione. You're very close. Ione. Ione. Okay. How is it spelled? It's just I O N E. Okay. Yeah. Ione. That's how Ione. it's. Um, I, I literally this whole time I was like, how the hell is she spelling that? <laughs> <laughs> so I actually really liked Ione. Um, I did too. I thought she was a really interesting character because she came across as just so like airheaded and just aloof in the world and by yeah. the end of it I was like wow this girl and honestly power. girl in book two she is even more really and um, like the, I'm she was like yeah. a character that I was excited to read about and especially yeah. in book two like I haven't read it yet but um yeah just the fact that she wanted power like what woman side character yeah goes after power like that's so unique and such a different take and I loved it and the fact that she's yeah. willing to like be you know this queen married to an awful king just so she can have power I was like dang girl you dang. are awesome yeah it was pretty cool what did you what did you think about Raven um I liked him I I mean I think it's cool that he has like the infection or whatever so I thought that was like a great bonding thing for him and Elspeth um I thought like I liked the idea the dynamic of how he was trying to find the cards for himself so that he could save his brother um so I liked his story and like kind of how he got to where he was but I he's not like a oh my gosh I'm obsessed with Raven kind of guy yeah he was just like he's he's like an average joe yeah main guy character like nothing he's yeah. like a, he's like a two and a half or a three like average. <laughs> i i agree he didn't he did not particularly stand out like i i thought their story was sweet and i thought mm-hmm. overall obviously he was a great guy yeah but he didn't stand out to me um elm stood mm-hmm. out to me a lot more the prince yeah was their like sidekick i was like mm, hello mm-hmm. renelm <laughs> I don't know. I liked him a lot more, but I also picture him as blonde. And so that's not usually my type. I don't know why. Oh, interesting. That's where my brain was. I don't know yeah. if he's even actually blonde. That's just where my brain, like, when I'm like, he's the blonde one. Raven's the brunette. He's the blonde one. I don't know yeah. why. Yeah, I think, I think part of the reason why I wasn't, like, in love with the book, and maybe it was just me not picking up details, but I was confused about the dark window. Like, what the... Like, I understood that, like, this castle used to be where, like, yeah. everything happened back then. But, like, I didn't really get the significance of it now. Like, yeah. I don't know. I 
I think I was like missing something. I mean, the shepherd king is like buried there. Right. And then and like a whole bunch of stuff with him and his family and the cards happened there. So maybe that. Is... Maybe. I don't know. I just feel like I like the, didn't connect for me. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Um, um, so obviously the nightmare scared you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I liked though how he was protective of Elspeth too mm-hmm. though. Um, you know, like it was you know how they they have the it's like originally like a more secretive flashback, but then he like explains that like he was the one that helped her right when the uh oh gosh, what are they called? The it's not doctors right it's the physicians the, yeah when the physicians came like he essentially like helped her with that and he's mm-hmm. in her brain and he's like he does these things to help protect her right and it's just like an unfortunate side effect that he's also taking over her or, mind yeah her um i don't know so i i liked his intent with elspeth yeah in a way. I, I liked it her because everybody you know magic has a price which i yeah. love that concept and i thought it was so interesting to see how different characters had to suffer because of the magic yeah. so you know raven not being able to like use the cards and his brother basically going crazy um yeah but i love that elspeth was her degeneration like of her mind and that yeah. she was like getting taken over and i thought that was such a cool like take on it um, and that she was the one that was choosing to lose her mind, like willingly, because and, of like, yeah. you know these unforeseen circumstances where she needed help. But I'm like, did you actually need him, or could you have like chosen a different way to like, get out of it? I don't Mary, know. She probably she might have been able to, but she also might have died. I know. So I really no. liked that aspect to it, and I and the like, cards also had a price, which I thought was good. Right, it wasn't just the infection. Right, I thought that was really cool. But I obviously I'm convinced that she's going to take back over her body in book two. I haven't read. I'm not, I'm just assuming here. No Um, spoilers. But it'll be interesting to see, like, I feel like I'm just guessing here. I have no idea, but I'm guessing that the shepherd King is going to like allow Elspeth to take herself back over because Mm -hmm. of like, I don't know, some kind of internal conversation that they have in her brain. Um, But I think the shepherd King likes her and I think he's going to step back after some point. Yeah, I definitely think he likes Elspeth. He reminds me a little bit of when we talk about Jessica and Bryce in yeah. Crescent City. He kind of gives me like Jessica vibes over yes. Elspeth, you know? I see that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I appreciated him. And again, to reiterate, all of his, his like speaking in rhyme, mm-hmm. I just, it, I thought it was so good. And I was like, man, I wish I could write that many like little poems. <laughs> I was like so impressed. For me, I was so impressed with her as an author because I was like, mm-hmm. I-, I loved how she very seamlessly weaved that into like conversation. Like it wasn't like yes. here is a poem. You know what I mean? No, I thought that was so well done, like so well executed, flowed seamlessly. I loved that. Granted, I don't yeah. necessarily like that it is poems and riddles, but I loved mm-hmm. how the author did it. Yeah. If that makes sense. I, lo- I also loved the be wary, be clever, be good. Yeah. That was another one that the um, audio reader said really well. Mm-hmm. And it just kept playing over yeah. and over. I thought that mind. was a really good quote. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, it's an interesting concept, right? Like 
those three combined, what does that mean? Mm -hmm. And what does that impact have on you and how you use magic and Mm -hmm. all that? I just, that's really interesting. Yeah. I thought it was a really cool concept. I would highly recommend the audiobook version of it. Um, if you haven't read it that way mm-hmm. yet, but Sarah, is there any any other like quotes you really like or um, well, I think you want to highlight. Yeah, I wanted to like bring up the the Alders card, like the twin Alders card. Mm. Do we, like, do we have any clues as to like what it's going to do? Like, did you not at the mm-hmm. end of this book? Okay, but we I'm assuming we find out in book two. Book two, light spoiler is mm-hmm. all about finding the alder the twin alders card okay that's what i was assuming like, was gonna happen that's and the main like- thing in this book right now i'm i'm about three-fourths of the way through okay my so. other guess for getting the nightmare out of her head was this twin alders card is gonna give the shepherd king back his self is my guess yeah so but well here here is a light summary of book two that is spoiler free Mm-hmm. Book two is about them trying to complete their journey of uniting the deck. Okay. And it kind of takes them on a journey to find the Twin Alders card. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a lot of different things that happen along the way. And a lot of different things that we learn about, like, the Shepherd King. Mm-hmm. And really everyone else. Like, I... I you get a lot of like really cool perspectives about the different characters and it adds in my mind um some really cool depth so i'm really enjoying book two so far okay i'll probably still read it because i want to know what happens and it's a duology okay, then i won't so... spoil it for you when we hang up yes <laughs> <laughs> but, um but no i think like the quote that you said like the be wary be clever be good like that's probably the most notable one for me mm-hmm. um but yeah, I'm just, I'm curious like how all the decks are going to come together and like yeah. what's going to happen. So I, I will read the second book cause I liked it. I just wasn't in love with this book. So yeah. Um, I'm just realizing one person we didn't talk about was Jesper, the sister. Mm, yes. She was, she was a fun, um, like slightly comedic mm-hmm. addition. And I liked that there was like, not to be cheesy, but like a girl on their team. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like you had like Raven and Elm and whatever that physician's name was. And mm-hmm. then it was like Jasper. Just like, let's yeah. go. And I was like, go girl. Yeah. She just needed a girlfriend. She did. Mm-hmm. And I, I love that she, like, you can tell she's tough, right? Because she, like, she keeps up. She's a part of the Destriers. Like, she mm-hmm. is super tough. But I loved how it felt like she she didn't, like, lose her delightful nature in becoming a destrier like she's still she was a destrier and she was this fun spirit and they were Mm -hmm. not um you know they didn't cancel each other out right um because i feel like a lot of those destriers are like really serious warriors and yeah you know what i mean yeah so it just i feel like she was such a a light in a lot Mm -hmm. of ways throughout the story yeah no i agree with that Mm -hmm. also her uncle yeah screw her uncle are you kidding me yeah he sucks i was like you betrayed yeah i was i was furious (laughs) i loved her aunt so much Mm -hmm. like no way she was in on it i was i was so angry 
Yes. As the uncle. Like, yeah. You're such a skis. Like, I mean, right. he sold his daughter, basically. Right. 100%. So I don't know why I was surprised. But... I know. But well, I wasn't anticipating it. For so long. So it was mm-hmm. like, why would you do it now? Right. I don't know. Yeah. <sighs> Alas. Yes. Um, well, what did you guys think? Did you have you read this book? Did you like it? I hope yeah. you've read it if you listened this far, but because we just spoiled the whole first book for you. Whole thing. Yep. Um, but let us know y'all's thoughts on this book. Did you rate it five stars, four, three, less? I don't know. No, I, I don't think have anybody who hasn't like who has like hated it thus no. far. But Mm-mm. not every book's for everybody. It no. is definitely a go- more gothic. More gothic for sure. Mm-hmm. Which is actually fitting. Apparently, that's our our theme this week because earlier yeah. this week we talked to Janine, um, mm-hmm. and that's as true. it was also another gothic book. So I think that was an unintentional theme. Yeah. <laughs> for the week. Um, well, anyway, let us know your thoughts, and we'll talk next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to A Court of Fairies and Fangirls, a Sarah J. Mass fan podcast. Please rate, review, and subscribe, and let us know what you think. Check out our Patreon for more ways to support and connect with us for as low as $1 a month. You can also find us on Instagram at, at @fairiesandfangirls. Jump in on the conversation, and we look forward to chatting with you more next week. Bye! Bye! Bye!